start picking playlists that aren't this bumping because sometimes I forget that I, <laughs> I'll be here like dancing to the music behind the scenes, forgetting that I have to, um, come on live. Hey guys. Hey, Miss Bond. Hey, Nikki. Hey, Zana. I'm tired. Got home from work not long ago. I feel you. Actually, that's a lie. I don't feel you, but I can understand what you're going through. <laughs> I can understand what you're going through. Let me move this down. What's this, huh? There we go. You love the hair. Thank you. It just needed a little freshening up. I've had this hair for a little bit now. My birthday hair. Hey, Brianna. Hey, Quee. Hey, Nelly. How am I? I'm, I'm doing well, honestly. I'm, I'm doing well. I cannot complain. Can't lie to you. Peeps at the corner. Hey, hey, I'm alive. <laughs> Osman, you are always welcome. It doesn't matter how long you stay away from us. Okay. Hey, Brianna. All right. So if you guys have been here for a while, you know that this channel, well, the channel has always been the Queen E, but I used to do like taste of reality, which really was about reality TV shows. But a lot of you guys have been asking for me to do more hot topic stuff. And at first I was skeptical because I don't really like to be in people's business like that. Like I know they're celebrities and like it's okay to really be in their business sometimes, but I don't know. For me, it's a lot to keep up with. That's really what it is. I just don't want Cause if I start talking about something, I have to keep talking about that thing but it is what it is. So, uh, an in-between that I'm going to do is maybe talk about three to four hot topic conversations, but not necessarily the topic itself, but have those topics be a jump off to conversations that we can have together. You know what I mean? Essentially what I like to do is the old lives that I used to do basically on Monday where we would just talk about any and everything. I would mix that in with hot topics and what I am going to do, because a lot of people have been asking for me to bring back the podcast. That's kind of hard to bring back because, um, it wasn't just me. There were other people on the podcast. <laughs> is I'm going to turn these lives that we do together into podcasts. So y'all will be my co-hosts and that'll be fun. So I'm really going to get that launched in 2024. So this is me kind of feeling it out. If y'all ride with it, that's cool. If y'all don't, that's cool too. But yeah, that's what we're going to do. Um, you're in London. It's 2 a.m. You know what's funny? Last night um, for the podcast Shits and Gigs, I, I needed to get tickets to that podcast tour, I stayed up till 3 a.m. to make sure I got those tickets. And good thing I did because when I went to sleep and woke back up, the whole front section, gone. I said, mm. thank God I stayed up, honey. Thank God I stayed up. Um, okay, I was on a binge last night watching Love Island Australia videos. Somehow ended up watching the old, old videos with the Taste of Reality intro. Yo, yeah, that was the time. I don't even have that um, layout anymore. Hello, Philly. Hey, Abigail. Um, they are funny. I'm sure it was worth it. Baby, it better be worth it because I spent some good, good money on those tickets, okay? So if you are in the UK, see you in May. So anyways, um, we're going to hop into the hot topics. The first thing I wanted to talk about is the whole Iman Schoenfert and Tiana Taylor situation. For some background with them, if you don't know, they've been married for quite some time now, if you ask me. They have two kids, but there's always been this sense of like, Iman has, I don't know. Me personally, I always thought that there was a little bit of jealousy coming from Iman. Let's be honest. I did. I did. And so for it to come out that in their divorce, because now they are um, getting a divorce, it's not just a separation. A part of it was the fact that he was jealous. I can't say that I'm surprised, honestly. So let's get into that. Thank you, Bradley, my internet boyfriend. Mm. So yeah, let's get into that and then we'll talk about some stuff. So apparently we're back in the group chat when it comes to Tiana Taylor and her marriage to Amon Shumpert. So in new divorce filings that she posted in January, we're finding out details behind her marriage, which include him being very jealous of her career, being a narcissist, and apparently he did cheat. So it was only a few months ago that Tiana Taylor 
broke the news that she was indeed separated from Amon Shumpert after seven years of marriage and 10 years of being together. As you know, they also have two children together as well. But at the time, Tayana made it seem like all good was in the hood. However, apparently, according to this divorce filing, when she originally posted that there was no cheating, she said she was actually giving him grace. There was cheating. He was jealous of her career. He wanted to be as famous as she was. But Tayana didn't understand it. He had multi-million dollar basketball deals, but his career was winding down, and apparently he wanted to be a big music career. I didn't know the whole he wanted to be in the music business thing, but the jealousy does not surprise me whatsoever. So Tammy Talks, shout out you. Um, if y'all don't, if y'all are not subscribed to Tammy Talks, what are you doing? She's basically me without a filter, <laughs> essentially. We're like, literally you are my kindred spirit, Tammy. I don't know if you know this. I love you so much. But um, Aman used to give word energy um, on the reality show. I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. Something about him always kind of gave like jealous. And I remember specifically this one time he tweeted. I don't know what he tweeted, but he was shading Tiana. And then it seemed like Tiana pulled him up on it behind the scenes. And then he came back on Twitter to apologize. And I'm just like, I don't know. So, like he just. He just it's just weird. <laughs> not you do need a filter. <laughs> yeah. Um music really i didn't i didn't know he was i didn't know he wanted to pursue music that one is interesting to me listening in general there is something in the air this year because everybody is divorcing this year 2023 the year of divorce yeah that's really what it's looking like 2023 is the year of divorce i think people are just getting sick of keeping up appearances honestly i think it's exhausting hey lola thanks for popping in even if it's just quick um, does he have some rap songs? I did not know. I didn't know he had music out there. I thought it was just like a dream deferred. So I'm not surprised that they are, um, divorcing. It's sad. You know, um, I think they had a good relationship from what we could see. I like those relationships where people are genuinely best friends. And these two for the longest time seem to have that best friend relationship, but even though I'm on, on paper, had the bigger career, I guess he just did not like being in the shadow of Tiana, which is crazy. This is crazy. Um, so he mad his rap career didn't take off, Brianna says. Maybe. Maybe he a little bit salty. Maybe he thought, okay, I'm going to get with this girl. She's really big in the music industry. Um, I mean, in my personal opinion, I feel like Tiana should be bigger but it is what it is. Um, she's still big in the industry. I guess he thought hitching his wagon to her would propel his career, but I guess it didn't. And the thing is too, you are in the NBA. You're Iman Shumpert. Like what, what is there to be jealous of? So the jump off conversation that I wanted to have with you guys is how do you deal with jealousy in relationships? Whether that's an intimate relationship, um, romantically or a friend relationship, how do you handle that jealousy? I don't know that I've ever been jealous to the point where it became a point of contention in my relationships, but I know, I know, I know there have been people in my personal life who have come to me and did say that certain things that I do in my life do make them jealous. So for example, I had this friend who we had decided to go to university together. Long story short, they didn't end up coming to university with me. I went, I finished, graduated, moved across the country, lived on my own. I still live on my own. I'm doing my own thing. They had an issue with that. And in my personal opinion, it showed up in ways that weren't so blatant. I didn't notice it at first, but after talking to my mom after a while, she was saying, I think it's because there's like a jealousy there. And sure enough, there's a... Um, I think there's a little bit of resentment, like how could you proceed in life without me? Cause we were supposed to do it together. But honey, that ain't my problem. <laughs> like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with me. Sorry. Am I just supposed to pause my life because your life isn't going the way that we thought it would? I I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what, what that has to do with me. Not you saying run, Abigail. No, but for real. Um, Zana says the way I'm not 
hooked on the celebrity relationship. It just doesn't surprise me when I hear the divorce announcements for sure. I mean, even in general, it seems like relationships these days are so fickle. So, so fickle. People don't really know how to vet a person properly. And then when you're in marriage, it seems like we're a lot less tolerant about things that people in the past used to be more tolerant of. And honestly, that's not even a bad thing because some things did not need to be tolerated. Let's be for real. But other things I'm like, this is not a divorceable offense. It's really not. But hey, it is what it is. Dia says she's also a talented actress. I'm sure he would be envious of her future movie career too. I mean, but he was starting to dibble dabble into some acting, wasn't he? I remember him on The Shy. He was doing some stuff on The Shy. I don't know, maybe it wasn't enough. But yeah, how do you guys deal with, if you have, how do you guys deal with jealousy in relationships? Me personally, I just feel like if I win, you win. If you win, I win. So to be jealous is just so weird to me because what do you want me? Do you want me to just always be in your shadow? That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. And me not being in your shadow doesn't mean I'm trying to one up you. It doesn't mean I'm trying to, you know, I'm not trying to do anything. It literally just life panned out that way. One year I'm up next year. You're up either way. Whoever's up, baby, we're up. As a unit, we're up. Whether you're my friend or my partner, when you're up, we're up. But hey, what can you do? Jealousy in some capacity is human nature, but it's how people use it. You use it as motivation or it turns into resentment. That's real. Danny says, that's how I feel. I can't even imagine being jealous of my partner. I would want them to shine even if I don't. Agreed. Zana says, this man could not stand living in Tiana's shadow, even if he was popular in his own right, which he was. I feel like it was a big deal, the fact that he was with her, because it was like, oh, oh, okay, big name meets big name. All right, cool. So where the jealousy came from? Okay, I do agree with what Tammy said. Jealousy is one of those innate human emotions, feelings, whatever. It's how you handle it. Because there have been situations where I'm like, dang, I do wish that was me though. However, I'm still happy for that person. And I don't bring them down because it wasn't me. But hey, jealousy is so weird, Amy says. Like, if you want something, you can go get it. <laughs> we ain't competing. True. Osmond says, right, Tammy, jealousy is like a two-sided board. It all depends which side you want to choose. I fully agree. I fully, fully agree. Jealousy is normal. Just don't go crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And you know what? I would hope to be in a partnership or even a friendship where we can express those feelings and work through them together. If you really are feeling like, dang, you climbing up the ladder and I'm trying to be like you and it's making me feel away. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's flush those feeling, feelings out. It's totally natural. I'd want to be in a relationship that is that open where you could do that. Nellie says, me and my bestie will talk it out. Exactly. If there's any weird feelings, both work in mental health and made a deal to speak about everything and we'll always win together, never apart. I agree. Abigail says, jealousy is so hard because it's not anything you did. It's personal to them and it would be whatever you do, and it would be whatever you do, they would have a problem. I hear that. This is why certain celebrities need to date regular people. <laughs> they have an inflated ego and cannot handle sharing the spotlight. That is real. That is real. And you've got to know yourself. If you know you're that person who feels like you have to have the upper hand in a relationship, first of all, maybe don't be in a relationship. But if you are going to be in relationships, be with somebody who's okay with being, you know, behind the scenes. Be with somebody who's okay with being a cheerleader. Because if you cannot be my cheerleader when I'm up, what are we doing? Truly, what are we doing? Lola says we all get jealous about something in life, jobs, partners, money, and etc. Big facts. All right. Let's move on to the next topic. 
Um, this one might be a little bit heavy, so I'm gonna just give a trigger warning before I get into it. It is about Nella Rose. So Nella Rose is on a show called I'm a Celebrity. Well, the full name is I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And essentially, um, it's just these celebrities from the UK, maybe even outside of the UK, but a lot of them are from the UK. And they put them in the wild and they survive. So some backstory with Nella. If I'm not mistaken, she lost her parents quite quickly. You're watching it? I want to watch it because I really love Nella. Um, she lost her parents pretty quickly and her dad most recently, I think was in the pandemic. So that's not very long ago. It's a very sore subject for her. And that is what started this conflict that she's having with Fred. If you guys watch a show called first dates, he's the host of first dates. I love that show so much. He's such a sweet man. And so to see her beeping with him, I was like, what is going on? So we're going to watch the video and then we're going to, um, Discuss it. Morning, darling. Morning, babe. Morning, Nick. <laughs> hey, Nella. One of the first conversations we had together was me opening up about the fact that my dad's passed away. I don't know how you lot doing this without glasses. Well, I can't see anything. But didn't, didn't you have that surgery thing? Yeah, I did, but it's not like... The best. I had it because I'm old. Yeah, but that's not old, though. Yeah, but I'm not 26 anymore, am I? I could be your dad. Pardon? I could be your dad. Nella? Darling? Yeah. Can Nella? you leave me alone? You don't want to eat? Leave me alone. I've come to find out that every time I want to get creative around the fire or I want to have something my way, you tend to get an attitude, right? Okay. So yesterday, when I wanted to burn fat that you was going to throw away anyways, if you turned around to me with an attitude and said, you know I could be your dad, right? I only allow people to disrespect me once. You hurt my feelings. I was very upset till this, till this very morning and you keep trying to speak to me. You live on that side, I live on this side. And it's cool, don't bring up my dead parent. Are you stupid about, oh, you know what could be your dad, right? You know my dad's dead, you're a widow. I am you're so a sorry you took okay, it. I'm cool, so sorry, you. can I just say? Okay. So, um... Let's, let's just make it clear. As soon as it was announced that Nella was going to be on the show, people were already spewing their racism. So whenever people are like, oh, come on, racism is dead. You guys are making it a bigger deal than it is. Absolutely not. Just from the announcement that Nella was going to be on the show, the people were in an uproar, not even knowing who she was, because that was a lot of the commentary. Who is she anyways? Cool. If you don't know her, no big deal. But don't all be spewing this hate to somebody who you've already admitted you don't know. Okay. So she has this conversation. I chopped it up a little bit um, because copyright and stuff. So if you want to watch the context, if you want to watch it in full context, you can. But even then, it's not full context because it's a show. They're chopping it up too. What I gathered from the conversation was that he was making a comment saying, listen, I'm 51. I'm not young anymore. And she's like, well, that's not old. And he's like, I could be your dad. I'm pretty old. And in her mind, I guess she took that conversation as he was trying to like son her, obviously daughter her because she's a woman. Um, there obviously is some other context that she was saying too. Whenever she's trying to do stuff in the kitchen, he seems to have an attitude. Maybe he wants things done a certain way and she doesn't like the way that he's been treating her. So that comment was definitely the straw that broke the camel's back. I've had this discussion with my friends. We differ on, um, hey, Courtney. We differ on our opinions on this conversation. My friend thinks that Fred was being condescending. I didn't perceive it as him being condescending. I really think it was just a miscommunication. The reason why I don't want to go hard on Nella, first of all, it's in the past. They have resolved it. It's, it's not even a thing between them anymore. But she was grieving and you can't really police how long somebody's going to grieve or how they grieve. And so if that was a trigger for her, it's a trigger for her. To me, that's the end of the conversation. 
I don't have to then justify, oh, she's being a crybaby. That's some of the stuff that I've been seeing on Twitter. She's being a crybaby. She's too sensitive. She needs to just get over it, whatever. How are you going to tell people how they need to process their grief? That is insane. Do I believe there was some misdirected frustration with Fred? I do. Based on the information we were given, I, I do think that, that it was misdirected. Um, I think that she maybe doesn't realize how sore of a subject her parents are to her. Because I, I never thought even for one second that he was saying like, fall in line, I could be your dad. But if I was thinking in the context of having lost my parents and confiding in people that that is a sore subject for me, maybe I could see that being the way that she interpreted this conversation. So Zana saying this is a sticky topic because she recently lost her dad, but I think she took it out of context. I agree. Danny says, I def think it was a miscommunication. I think so too. Um, and it, it was, it was kind of sad to see her be hurt in that way because she and Fred were getting along very well. And so for her to open up to him and then feel like he betrayed her trust is, is kind of sad. Um, as I said, though, they have patched things up. Literally they were on a team together. It seemed like they had no issues whatsoever. She's back to her jovial self. I don't know if there was intervention by production or anything like that, but, um, yeah, it was sad to see her down, but I'm glad that she, I'm glad that she's, um, doing better now. Abigail says, thank you. Too many comments have said I lost my dad and I wouldn't react like that, but that, but you are not her. I definitely agree. She read that wrong. Um, but the way the internet came at her calling her a UK beast is disgusting and annoying. It's any excuse at this point. Of course, the internet was already looking for issues to have with Nella. They did. They didn't need a reason, but this gave them a reason. So yeah, I, I, I was saddened to see that was the response, but I also wasn't surprised because the reality is black people, people of color, black people more specifically, and even more specifically than that, black women are rarely, if ever given a chance to make mistakes on screen. We have to be perfect presentable, palatable all the time. And it is so exhausting. And the first time that you have a slip up, it's a witch hunt. And, 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 and to watch, like, I'm just like, think in the context of what this girl is saying. Okay. Sure. You think, man, this is a weird response to give just from that comment. But she had just said, I lost my dad. I lost my mom. Nella and I are the same age. Actually, I think Nella's a year younger than me. She's 26. She's still very young. Losing your parents at a young age is very sad and traumatic. So for people to not take in that context and to just go straight to the winch hut, I was just like, yo, the internet is so sick. Lola says they even getting on her about, um, about the way she's trying to calm Sam down. Okay, I don't know about that. I haven't been watching completely, but yeah. Abigail said this happened to a close friend. No, this happened so close to this recent situation. I don't know where I got close friend from. Uh, this happened so close to this recent situation with Madame Joyce, but I don't know if you heard about it. I'd heard a little bit about it. I'm going to watch her podcast talking about it. I think she said she's going to talk about it on her podcast. So I definitely want to know more about what happened there. Cassandra says the UK is so annoying. Like they put politeness over just being a regular person with feelings. Absolutely. Summer says, seems like a genuine mistake in an emotional time. Hate that people are coming at her. I lost my parents too. And, uh, oh, and you get surprised. What is a sensitive spot for you? Condolences to you, Summer. And absolutely. You don't realize how much you are still grieving until then something happens to you and you're like, oh snap, that still really affects me. Like, yeah, I, I'm sending all the love and positive vibes over to Nella, even beyond this show, because I know the vitriol is going to continue even when the show is over. I hope that she finds peace. I hope that she, you know, 
I hope that she's okay with the fact that, hey, listen, sometimes you're going to have an emotional moment and that's okay. We are human beings. Like that is normal. I don't think she should be shamed for expressing herself. Again, like I said, I, I feel like it was a little bit misdirected. It was a little bit misdirected. Um, but hey, we're young. We're growing. We're learning. We're developing. We're changing. And that's okay. That is okay. So yeah. Um, condolences to anybody out there who has lost a parent or parents or a parent figure. I cannot imagine how heartbreaking that is. Um, and yeah, I feel you. That's tough, man. That is so tough. And the pandemic wasn't even that long ago. Like you, ugh. yo, yeah. Anyways, just wanted to touch on that. I definitely did not like the commentary I was seeing online. And so I kind of wanted to be like a different voice, a different perspective. Maybe people can use some critical thinking when talking about this situation because it's definitely not a black and white situation. So yeah. Um, Danny, you're asking what happened to Madam Joyce. I don't know all the details. What's wrong with my chair? I feel like I'm sinking. I don't know all the details, but she was on a show um, through Foot Asylum called Locked In. And she basically was saying that every day she was emotional about something. She felt like she was being mistreated to some capacity. And it wasn't just her. It was um, another woman as well. I forget her name, but she's black as, as well. And so, um, yeah, she said she's going to talk about that. <laughs> Adeline, you, you talking about stuff I have no idea about. Can we talk more into news? There is a congresswoman in France who survived being drugged by a co-worker. Oh! And he's not going to jail? Mercy God. She was so it there's uh, there's irrefutable evidence that she was drugged by this co-worker and he's not getting any jail time. That is crazy. Bye Lola, have a good night. That is crazy. But again, not surprised. In the same way that racism is alive and well, so is misogyny. <laughs> Man, you hate to see it. You really do hate to see it. That is so sad. I, I hope um I hope that she can get some kind of restitution because that that is, yeah. The last topic that I have on the docket, and then we could just talk about anything that y'all want to talk about, is Sweatergate. Sweatergate has probably been the funniest Discord I've been seeing online. I just, so I would give you the backstory, but they're going to give you the backstory anyways. I'm just going to let the girl who started the story time say her piece and then we're gonna hear from the response from the ex-friend are ready with me while i talk about the ridiculous things that this girl that claimed to be a girl's girl has done to me for context i've never ever in my life had to cut out a person cold turkey and i've never had to go through a friendship breakup because genuinely i feel like i only open up to the people that deserve my time and i end up loving them for a lifetime hopefully but this girl was just an exception. I am going to try my best to talk through all of this without freaking raging. The first one is not that bad, I guess, compared to the other things that she's done. But the day that she met my boyfriend, or like a couple days into it, she added him to her close friend's story and just started posting the random TMIs on her stories, like a attention trap. Not even a thirst trap, it's like attention trap. And this was before my boyfriend and I started dating, but like everyone knew that we were into each other. This one kind of goes with the first one. She borrowed my boyfriend's hoodie when we were all over at his house because she was cold. And then she took the hoodie home, which is fine, girl. Like, be warm, stay warm, don't get cold. But she continues to wear that hoodie for the next two weeks and posts all about it on social media. A picture of her in his hoodie. Which is, again, I can let it pass, whatever. Starts to randomly show her love for the brand that my boyfriend likes. Never heard this girl brag about how much she likes this brand before. Never. Until she met my boyfriend. 
spending hours getting ready to see him, calling up my other friend telling her that she thinks he's cute and that she could see herself getting along with him while we were already dating, getting him the sandwich that he mentioned he likes, and then volunteering to wake up early so that she can hand the sandwich to him so that he can take it to work. I'm kind of surprised right now because now that I'm talking about this, months after it actually happened, I find this hilarious. I'm not even raging anymore. I just think it's kind of funny how hard this girl is trying. Honestly, I don't blame you, girl. My boyfriend is cute. Just hope you can find a new man to buy sandwiches for every morning. Goodbye, and I wish you the best. So on the surface, the stuff can seem so trivial, but I'm sorry. This would piss me right off too. It really would. Because we're not going to act like there aren't women out here. Or let me say people. There aren't people out here who secretly pine after your partner and then play stupid when they get called out on it. There Abigail says, OMG, did we have the same friend? It happens all the time. And they're going to act like, what do you mean? I was just being nice. Being nice for what? You're my friend. You're not his friend. What do you need to be nice for? There is no need for you to be nice. Guys, when I tell you this stupid sweater that has caused all this discourse online is a basic black Nike hoodie. It don't even say Nike. It's just the check mark. I'm like, ain't no way this girl is making it this big of a deal. It, this cannot be. This cannot be. <laughs> Erica says, I didn't hear anything about this. I definitely would need to ask her what she's doing. It's insane. So here's the funny thing. As you heard in the video, the girl never said who her friend was. The friend, however, revealed herself and she came with a response. So we're going to listen to the response. Let me just clear up some misconceptions that people are having online about me. So I don't know if you saw the video yet, but there is a video about a girl talking about why she ghosted a friend and the reasons behind that. And I am that friend that's been ghosted. And it's just so baffling to me that I had to find out this way when I have reached out so many times, desperately asking you what was wrong. The points that were made in this video, three points that I remember, close friends, let's start with that. She's saying that I was trying to get at her boyfriend, whatever, because I added her, him on my close friends. First of all, close friends don't mean a lot to me. And it was not only him that I added, it was everyone that I met that night. We met at a club together on my birthday and she whispered to me thinking that there was a guy over there that she thought was cute. As her best friend, I'm gonna play Cupid. I went to him and I was like, hey, my friend thinks you're cute. You guys should chat it up. They chatted it up, ended up going well. So we went back to his apartment with him and his friends and me and my friends. So we all kind of became like just comfortable with each other. And obviously if I'm comfortable with you, I'm just gonna add you to my close friends. It's really not a big deal. The attention traps, I don't know what she was referring to because if it was attention traps, like why would she also be on the close friends? If I just wanted that to be attention trap, I would only add guys I'm trying to get at. I don't, I don't know, but I post thirst trap on my public story so that everyone can see that. Um, the hoodie. I'm just notorious for not giving back hoodies and I am sorry. I just took longer to give this one back because it was really cute. It's not because it, it was his hoodie and like I wanted to keep it longer and like I just wanted to feel cozy up in his hoodie. It was literally because it was cute. The sandwich is like the most iconic part of this story. Um, you and I both know, babes. That, that sandwich was an expression of my gratitude for mounting my TV. Oh, and at this time, like we were living together too, me and this girl, we were living together, we were roommates. Um, so they were together, we were, us three were together in my room mounting the TV and like making jokes and making fun. And then like, I, I really wanted my TV mounted and he did it. So I was like, oh my God, like, I'm so thankful. Let me show my gratitude in some way other than just being like, thank you. So I picked up a sandwich um, after work at a bakery that's right next to my work. And I put it in the fridge and I was like, okay, perfect. We have a sandwich secured for you. Come pick it up before work tomorrow so you can eat it before it spoils. Cause why the fuck would I get you a sandwich and have it spoil, you know? She came with him to pick it up. I handed her the sandwich. If I really 
cared about like me getting him the sandwich because it was like for him I would have wanted to hand it to him but I didn't care it was just a form of expression I would have done this for anyone else it doesn't matter that it was him left the friendship with the other girl together and villainized me and now one year later you come on TikTok to talk about it is so low and why am I blocked? I literally saw the video, I commented, and I said, let's not leave out details. Why'd you delete the comment? I'm, I'm sick of staying quiet. I'm sick of having to hear from other people. I heard this about you from her. I respected that you had your own perspective on things, but now that I know this is the reason, I'm so glad that you're not in my life anymore. Okay. Okay, so Abigail said they always pop up even when they're not mentioned. Reminds me of the random man from Atlanta. That is why I thought this was so funny because you didn't have to, like, you didn't, you didn't have to come out and say anything. Maybe the people in your personal life would be like, well, damn, I didn't know, you know, your ex-friend was moving that way. That I understand. But to come on the internet wasn't necessary. To me, it felt like there was a bit of a guilty conscience. Now, Nelly thinks that they're both weird and there's holes in both their stories. I agree. I do think that there's holes in both stories, but I'm inclined to side with the girlfriend. I'm sorry. I'm a, a hit dog hollers. Come on, Erica. I'm inclined to side with the girlfriend because I've literally seen situate. I have seen situations. Not me personally, because I, I don't really be dating nobody. But I'll see situations where a girl is very clearly into somebody else's man. And the actions are so subtle that if you're not paying attention, you will actually miss it. You really will. And then for her to be like, oh, I'm just notorious for keeping hoodies. But you know this is a hoodie of a guy who's in a relationship with your friend. Just give it back. Even if you're notorious for that, just give it back. And then to not see the optics of, I'm going to go to your favorite sandwich place and I'm going to make sure you get this first thing in the morning. Like, give it to the friend and be like, this is from me. I just feel like there were things she could have done along the way to not make it a little, you know, a little blurry. Osmond said, see, I must have been under a rock for a good reason because why... Was this indeed, what, oh, why was this needed to be put on the internet? I don't know. Abigail says, same, I'm going to side with the girlfriend. Kui says, she ain't have to give him that sandwich. <laughs> I feel you on the sandwich. Taylor says, apparently the friend was posting pics in his hoodie and thong. I didn't know she was wearing a thong. I know she was doing get ready with me videos with the hoodie. That's the picture in the thumbnail that you're going to see. But I didn't know she was wearing a thong with it. That's definitely fishy for sure. Danny says that's so true. It's things that are so subtle, you miss it. Amy said, I've met girls like this for real. I agree, Amy. Nelly said, agreed. She didn't address the girlfriend mentioning her calling a friend how much she likes the boy. That too. That too. She didn't address that part. Um, Cena? Says the way she exposed herself and still ends up being in the wrong. <laughs> no, seriously. Abigail says, uh, not the PTSD. This girl makes me want to smack the ex-friend again. And then Dia says, that man is fine though. I see why she was plotting. Now, I had seen the man too on the Twitters. Apparently over 17 million people have seen it as well, honey. The, 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 the man, he, yeah, I mean, hey. Shooter, shoot, I guess. <laughs> Shooters, shoot, I guess. He actually is cute. I, I, I will give it to her. He actually is cute. But my thing is, don't play dumb. And I, again, we're going to use these topics as jump off conversations, right? If I, am, if I have a friend who's dating somebody, I would hope that my friend would have the wherewithal to set up boundaries to say, this is my friend's man. Certain things that I would do with a guy friend in our circle, I cannot do with this guy because he is dating somebody and that somebody happens to be my friend. Simple as, simple as, whether it was meant maliciously or not, 
There are just certain boundaries you need to put in place just to avoid situations like this. <laughs> I should show him. Okay, let me <laughs> let me find him and then put him in this um put him in these notes. Like, girl, set up boundaries. You know that some things are going to look fishy even if you didn't mean them to look fishy. It's not the point of intention. It's the point of just avoiding unnecessary drama, unnecessary conversations. Come on. Let me see if I can find him. Kim hoodie boyfriend. Hopefully that shows up. Nah, where were the pictures that everybody saw? The really viral picture. Because I promise you, when I saw that, I was like, well, I mean, hey, <laughs> I kind of get it. Okay, hold on. Let me go on TikTok because TikTok will not fail me. Uh, Chindi says, who the man and what story is this? <laughs> I just know she was lying because of the extra explanation. Well, like we said, a hit dog hollis. Well, now I have, along with 17.3 million people. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just search Kelly Kim, Joanna Lee drama. I'll give you a super short recap. Kelly over here made a get ready with me video talking about how she ghosted a friend and dropped her completely because her girlfriend Joanna over here at the time was doing the most annoying shit revolving her boyfriend. One of which was that this girl borrowed her man's hoodie and would not return it and wear it around town taking selfies everywhere. Another was that Joanna got a sandwich for her man only to thank Kelly's man for help mounting the TV because the man mentioned one time how he liked this one sandwich shop. Joanna was never named in that video that Kelly made, but Joanna took it upon herself to make a response video IDing herself as the said girl. And her response was, I just really like the hoodie. It was like the cutest hoodie ever. And Kelly was like, this was the hoodie, y'all. A basic ass Nike hoodie. <laughs> and now we're here because people on Twitter were like, that's a really basic ass hoodie. So let me look at your man. And this is what they found. <laughs> oh, Joanna. <laughs> you really said, I just really like the hoodie, that's all. <laughs> the Twitter comments are killing me right now. I get it. We would have been Brandy and Monica in that hoe. Me tomorrow morning. <laughs> I see why you was sleeping in that plain ass hoodie. <laughs> Oh, well, this changes everything. And of course, it made it over to Instagram. I understand. I don't blame her no more. <laughs> Can you mount my TV too? Where my hoodie at? You better start a TV mounting business. Please suffocate me with your legs, sir. <laughs> Bitches are writing this on her man's page. Oh, Kelly, what have you done? Now you got the whole internet plotting to take your man. <laughs> Honestly, it sucks to be Kelly because she was here. She was here just trying to tell a story. And now she done made her man viral. Honey, if you thought you had one person to ward off, you've now got the world. So, well, <laughs> well, I didn't see his face up close. But what I've seen on Twitter, if that is him, he's cute. He's cute. I get it. I get it. So, hey, what you gonna do? Here's the thing. I've been in a similar situation, but not where like somebody was pining after my man or anything like that. I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. But um, I've been in a situation where somebody didn't understand boundaries when it came to like intimate partners and stuff like that. Last, was it last year or two years ago? I don't remember, but I went to the DR the Dominican Republic, and I bought all these bikinis. This is my first time wearing a bikini as an adult. I was like, ooh, I'm really feeling myself, you know? Like, mm, let me send this to my friend. Literally, the only people I sent those pictures to were my friend, my friend who has a partner, um, a group chat with two girlfriends in there, and the guy that I was talking to at the time, okay? Those are the three sets of people who I sent it to. Why does girl come back, the girl with the partner, why she come back talking about, yeah, I showed my husband your, 
yeah, I showed my husband your bikini pictures. And I'm like, now what? Now, 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 now what? Now why? Now why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you do that? There is a reason why those pictures were not posted on Instagram because they were not meant for Instagram. They were meant for my friends and my man at the time. What are you doing? I was just like, okay. And so this was her response. Her response was, <laughs> her response was, well, if you're my friend, you're his friend. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. That's not how that works. That is not how that works. Just because I am your friend does not mean I am his friend. That is not how that works. Okay. I was like, I mean, at least it was her showing him and not me. Because if it was me who set my bikini pictures to him, it would be an issue. So thank God it was her showing him and not me showing him. But I'm just like, girl, um, <laughs> she wanted her husband to appreciate you, Queenie. Don't kill me. I was like, girl, what are you doing? I felt so awkward. And don't get me wrong. It wasn't the fact that I was in a bikini because if you go on my Instagram right now, you will see me in a bikini. It's whatever. It's those specific photos that I was like, and I wasn't being seductive or anything, but it literally was just like, I was feeling myself. You know what I mean? I was feeling myself. Girl, you don't show that to your man. Child, not a third wheel. No, thank you. <laughs> I want no parts of it. Chitty says married people are the worst. Don't ever share anything with them. Pillow talk is real. I learned that the hard way. I learned that my life became their pillow talk. And you know what? In general, that's fine because I'd be doing that too. Okay. Your drama becomes my pillow talk. But what I'm not going to do is send potentially provocative photos of my friend to my bag. And no. And no. Oh, sorry, Lakeisha, you just came in and you're lost. Yeah, you're going to have to do a rewatch. <laughs> you're going to have to do a rewatch because, honey, we've been talking about a few things. But yeah, that was when I learned like, oh, not everybody is aware of certain boundaries that need to be set in place when you are in a relationship. And there was even another situation where um, she really wanted me to have his number. I'm not opposed to having his number, but my thing is like, if it's an emergency, I have your family's number. I guess I could have his, I guess it's not, it's not that big, but I just, I just, I couldn't find a scenario where I would need to text him and not text you. Whatever I'm telling him, I should be able to tell you, like, why would I need to bypass you to talk to him? I don't know. To me, that was kind of like, okay. But I kept the number in case of emergencies. You really never know, right? Um, yeah, that was just, it was very interesting. Alexa says, right, if I'm a girl, don't show my pics to a man. You ain't getting no more pics. No, seriously. <laughs> they were not looking for a third will, please. Please. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> please. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm the type of person where... I just, I never want my actions to be misconstrued. I just, I don't, I really don't. And if, if I'm texting your man, even if it's nothing suspicious, I just, I, I don't even want there to be a suspicion of why are you texting? I, girl, no, not my intention at all. Donna says, not nah, pillow talk is the best way uh, we'd be talking about everybody's business. And that. I'm fine with it. If you had just talked about the bikinis, okay, whatever. You know, you ain't got to show him. He ain't got to see it. He ain't got to see it. <laughs> he ain't got to see it. Alexa says, if I'm texting your man, that's my man now. And I don't want him. <laughs> Not that's my man now. Yes. 
Lakeisha agrees with me. Better safe than sorry. I'm of that belief as well. Um, I get, I guess I get her rationale because she was saying, you know, if you're my friend, you're his friend. Okay. In theory, that's great. But in reality, we cannot have the same relationship, him and I, that I do to you. We can't. And if I had done it on my own volition, I feel like it would be an issue. And I think that's where you got to think of the boundary. If she had done this without my permission, would I feel away? Okay, so maybe it's a conversation to have. Maybe we should have a conversation about this. But yeah, no, that was the last time I sent bikini pics over there. I said, mm, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's going on. And I don't even think the man wants me. He, uh, we, mm -mm, it ain't even adapting. It is not even adapting. But let's not, let's, let's, let's not leave there to be room for um, questioning. Are y'all still friends? Yeah, we are. That wasn't a let's end the friendship offense. It was just a, okay, well now I know and I will um, move differently next time. <laughs> Chell said, I don't know. I barely tell my man my friend's business. I feel weird about it, but I would never share a pic. Chindi says, I don't even... I don't even own some people, huh? Some people that my family members are married to. Oh, you don't even own the numbers of some people that your family members are married to. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I'm going through a thing right now. I'm telling all my business today. I'm going through a thing right now with um, my nephew's mom because when I want my nephew, sometimes. I feel like I don't want to like bombard her. So I ask my brother instead of asking her and she's like, you could just ask me. And I'm like, yeah, I could. You're right. I could, but I just don't, I just, I don't want to be in people's business too much. Excuse me. Oh, I have hiccups guys. I don't want to be in people's business too much. I don't want to cross boundaries. I, I want to play everything by the book as much as possible. Now, am I going to act like I've always, um, played by the book? Uh, no, maybe one day if I feel, like sharing, I will. That day is not today. Um, but hey, yeah, let's, let's just, let's keep things kosher. Um, Alexa said, girl, do you know they have a temptation island, India? <laughs> yes, I saw, <laughs> I saw you post that on Discord. Austin said, hey, I'm single, but I'm taking notes as well. Listen, I, I, I'm single, but I want to get into the habit of, minding boundaries even before you're in a relationship literally just an hour ago before i was on live with you guys i was talking to a friend of mine a guy and he was saying that with his ex-girlfriend they would talk about her not having um male friends you know this conversation is an age-old conversation and i was just picking his brain like well what if it's a childhood friend or what if it's this and what if it's that like just to be annoying but in reality i do think that um even if it is a childhood friend, even if it's somebody where you feel like there's no potential for y'all to ever be interested in each other, like just practice boundaries. I don't think that you need to absolutely cut every person off who's of the opposite gender or who's of the gender that you are sexually attracted to. Um, but I do think that there needs to be some shift in behavior because if you're moving single while you're in a relationship, just be single, just be single. But yeah, <laughs> not me dropping half secrets. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to act like I've been an angel in this life. There, there has been a time where I, I did cross a boundary and I had to think to myself, if I was on the receiving end of what I'm doing right now, how would I feel? And then I had to stop acting up. So yeah, I've been there. Alexa says the only male friends I have are my um, best friend's brothers. <laughs> I hear that. I have male friends from like childhood where genuinely nothing would ever happen. But even in my singlehood right now, like we don't cross boundaries. They don't call me late hours in the night. We don't talk about sexual stuff. We don't, you know, so there isn't this change that we have to do if they're in relationships like, oh, now I can't talk like this with my friend or now I can't do this with my friend because they're in a relationship. We already have that boundary because we are genuine friends. But if there were blurry friendships. I would have to be like, mm -mm, I'm in a relationship. Alexis, you talking too loud. You talking too loud. You talking too loud, Alexis, please, please. 
Please, you're talking too loud, okay? Um, <laughs> and with that, that is the end of my... Um, <laughs> that is the end of the hot topics that I wanted to talk about. If you weren't here at the beginning of the live, basically, I'm bringing back Taste of Reality, but in a podcast form in 2024. And this is us trying it out where I am the host and you are the co-host. So what I'm going to do with these lives is, um, hello, Alexis just putting my business on front street. Like what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Any good movies you have watched recently? Um, <gasps> yes. However, it is gory and it is twisted. Well, okay. Gory is extreme, but there are moments where I like, we literally had to close our eyes because it was a lot and it is twisted. However, it was so good. It is called what happened to Monday. And essentially it is this futuristic movie where all of these, um, technological advances are now biting the human race in the ass, right? And so the things that we've done to like modify food and create more quote unquote sustainability is now becoming unsustainable because there's too many people and we don't have like great quality resources, right? So they come up with this rule where basically there's only one child per household. You cannot have more than one child. However, in this one family, there were seven, I almost said twins. There were seven, what is that? Sectuplets? There were seven identical girls in this one family. <laughs> Not heavily saying it was gory. I guess it was gory. And um, they had to live life as one person. It was, when I tell you it took us on a trip, me and my cousin, Heavenly, who said it was gory, we were watching it on the plane. And there were like, there were times where we, I had to take out my earpods because I'm like, I don't even want to hear what's going on in this scene right now. Like it, mm. guys, it is so good. If you're into like a sci-fi type movie, there's action in it as well. There's a sprinkle of romance. Like it's good. What happened to Monday is the movie. It was good. It was good. Alexis said, girl, 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 if you like what happens on Monday, um, then you should watch Altered. I've seen Altered Carbon, babe. I've seen that too. That is my genre. Futuristic stuff, especially if it's happening in space. Oh, that's my jam. That is my jam right there. Thea says, my environmental studies professors put me on to that movie. It was so good. Yes. Yes. Um, you thought it was a series on Netflix? I don't know. Maybe it is. If it is, then I'm watching <laughs> heavily said it's disturbing but it is a great story i agree i agree it is a definitely disturbing um there is there is nudity in one scene if it's looking like it's getting towards a sex scene that's where the nudity is so mind your eyes but honey it was it was yeah it was good it was good it was good can't lie um not space for Oscars is limited. I love space movies. I really do. I really, really do. <laughs> um, no, I'm sorry. Planes need to limit. It wasn't even on the plane. I downloaded it on my laptop so we could watch it together. Dia said, have you watched the latest season of Black Mirror? Now, I'm not going to lie. I literally just said this is my jam. Black Mirror is just one that I haven't been able to get into. I don't know why, but I just haven't been able to get into it. Um, I've heard the ones about the guy who, did he have sex with a pig or something like that? And then the other one who had a gay relationship in virtual reality, some stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I haven't been able to get into it. It's not that I'm opposed to it. I literally just haven't gotten around to it, but I'm down whenever I get the time I'm down. Um, Chelsea said when I watch everything everywhere all at once. There was a full member on my screen. Shut up. Yeah, they're getting real brazy with these uh, movies, okay? They, they're like, full areola. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Watch Upgrade. 
Uh, what's upgrade? Upgrade or upload? I've seen upload. But I haven't seen upgrade. Oh my gosh, it was on a plane. Oh lord. Upgrade, okay. Maybe I'll watch it. You'll have to remind me, because y'all know my memory is trash. <laughs> y'all know my memory is horrible. There's a space episode in the last season. You should check it out. Okay, I'll do it. I will do it. I said hot topics, and you guys are talking about movies. <laughs> what did I eat for dinner? I said hot topics. <laughs> Alexis. <laughs> um, oh Lord, not Diddy. Quickly on the dinner thing. I have yet to eat dinner, but I had an egg before I started and then I have another egg that I'm going to eat. This is my snack. And then I'm going to make a chicken burger and a cucumber salad. We can talk about Diddy very quickly and then log out. <laughs> Let me just start by saying I fully am of the belief that you do not become a millionaire and then some without crazy unethical practices. Let's just start from there. Anytime some people are like praising a millionaire, my question is, well, how did they get there? How did they get there? It could have been morally. And so, um, I just learned recently, I didn't know that this is why all these um, lawsuits were coming out. There is an adult survivors act, I think it's called. And basically a law was passed where it might, what you experienced might have passed the statute of limitations or something like that. However, as an adult who survived certain, um, let's just call it mistreatment for the sake of the fact that we're on the internet and I don't want to get this video taken down. Um, you had a certain time period, I think it was last week, to file your case, okay? So that's why you saw things happening to, uh, what's that man? L.A. Reid, Diddy, Jamie Foxx. And people are like, these stories are how old? It's because of the Adult Survivors Act. So um, Cassie came out basically saying that that man did everything egregious under the sun. I do not have to recount it. If you know Cassie's name, you know everything that's been happening to her or that has happened to her, let me say. So for her to come out, at first people were like, wow, so proud of her. You know, she's taking charge of her life. She's seeking restitution. That's great. In what seemed like 24 to 48 hours, the case had been settled. And so the story changed to, oh my gosh, clearly she's just looking for money. It just, the, the tide really sh shifted on her so quick. And um, it just reminded me, that's why you do not confide in the internet because the internet does not have your back. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, I think it was 24 hours, like you're saying, Zana, something like that. Either, either one day or two days. It was a very quick turnaround. To me, all that proved was if not everything most of what she said was true in my personal opinion that is what i believe i feel like most of what she said if not everything was true and so um <sighs> listen i feel like those who know my story I don't talk about it a lot, but um, I was also violated when I was young and it is really, really, really hard to open up about it. I've only, I only told my mom last year in 2022. And that was because my mentor was like, you need to tell your mom. You really need to tell your mom. It's somebody that my mom even knows. You need to tell your mom. This happened to me when I was 14. I'm 27. So whenever people get the courage to share the story, whether it's to seek restitution or to just release themselves of that burden, that shame, I'm proud of them. I really am. So for people to be like, oh, she's just out for money. Shut up. Shut up. So many people in the industry have done things to a similar degree, if not worse, to Diddy. So I'm not surprised that Cassie's making these claims. Not 
for one second am I surprised. And it is even more sick that a lot of people are either staying silent or choosing not to, um, choosing not to hold Diddy accountable because they either benefit from silence because silence in most of these cases equals opportunities, or they know that they themselves are engaging in similar behavior. And if you call them out, you would have to be called out yourself. So, oh, thank you, Lakeisha. <laughs> um, like a Christian mentor or a therapist. Uh, she's just my mentor. I don't, I don't know how to define she's Christian. Yeah, but she's just my mentor. Um, people were saying Kim Porter had a book coming out, but she passed. And I heard that, um, apparently he was trying to snuff that book coming out too. Did he's just, he, these big moguls in the industry can be very terrifying once you really delve into their stories. And so whatever Cassie had to do to get the story out there for whatever the reason may be, even if it was monetarily, I don't even care because he did stifle her career. So yeah, get that money back, babe. I don't care what the motivation was. I am proud of her. And I am proud of all the people who have now been speaking out against all of their abusers. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's that on that. <laughs> that is that on that. This was great guys. I know that when my review schedule is very um, heavy, it's harder for me to do these lives, but if I'm trying to integrate it as this new thing that I'm gonna do as part of the channel and not like this random thing that we do from time to time, I think I'll be able to be more consistent with it. Um, I will be unlisting this live after the live, but it'll be re-uploaded like tomorrow or something as a podcast on this channel. I'll also set up um, a podcast profile on like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff so you guys can listen to it there as well. I know some people even watch my videos in the car as they drive. So you're already listening to me as if it's a podcast. So it is what it is. But yeah, thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. Oh, I will also let you know when I'm going to do the day. I think midweek is a little hectic, but Tuesday just worked for me this week because I knew I wasn't doing anything today. I'll probably do like Sunday evenings or something like that. But yeah, <laughs> go eat the chicken burgers. Don't kill me. Thank you very much. I will go eat this chicken burger before, you know, I keel over and pass out because y'all know that's a thing that I do. Be blessed. Stay safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, which isn't much. <laughs>